We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, you sweet, sweet souls. Happy to be hanging out with you for a little while here today on Journey to Center on Empower Radio. We all want great relationships, right? We all want to be happy and we want to understand why we're here and what we're supposed to be doing. But if you're anything like me, it hasn't been easy to find the answers to the big questions. So, you know, part of the reason why I love doing this show so much is because I get to connect with so many high vibrational people that share such powerful information, fresh perspectives, tips, tools, exercises, and wisdom that supports me in continuing to expand, ascend, learn, and grow as a spiritual being having this human experience. And as an awesome additional bonus, I get to share these incredible people and teachers, healers, and light workers with you. So when I received a phone call and a personal endorsement from my friend Vanna White saying, Tammy, you have to interview Rebecca Rosen. She is amazing. Of course, I tracked her down and got her booked. And we're so fortunate because she is busy. Rebecca has been featured on the Dr. Oz Show, Dr. Phil, Entertainment Tonight, Extra, Nightline, The Rachel Ray Show, E! News Special, Fox and Friends. She's a contributor to the Oprah Magazine and even has her own show called The Last Goodbye. For more than a decade, Rebecca has been relaying wisdom and insight from angels, guides, and people that have transitioned. She's an advocate, guide, and bridge between the spirit world and physical world reality. Rebecca is also the author of two internationally best-selling books, Spirited and Awaken the Spirit Within, 10 Steps to Ignite Your Life and Fulfill Your Divine Purpose. Now Rebecca travels the country helping people take charge of their own happiness and claim an empowered life they love. Rebecca, thank you so much for saying yes. Oh, my pleasure. I'm very happy to be here. Oh, I'm so happy. I just feel like dancing with you energetically and I'm loving sharing you with our listeners. Thank you. So I have to say, I love how you started your book, Awaken the Spirit Within. (laughs) You said, let's get right to it. To fulfill your purpose in life, all you need to do is just be yourself and start shining. That's right. It sounds so simple, doesn't it? But I think it's just one of those things where I think we are our worst enemies at times, where we fight who we are and um, kind of going with the flow of life. But You know, I've always said, I feel like I am here to be a guinea pig, to walk through every experience, every challenge there is, to walk the talk, to then inspire, empower people by my example Mm -hmm. on how to navigate our way, spiritually speaking, through life. And that was the um, inspiration behind Awaken the Spirit Within. You know, I don't know if you you want me to share with listeners um, how this book came about. But so I was going through, um, back when I wrote Spirited, I was, you know, struggling with severe depression and I was self-medicating with food. And that's when I woke up and discovered my dead grandmother, my spirit guides and angels, and their ability to intervene and help me to wake up, clean up my life, love myself and live my best life. Well, I did that. But fast forward, you know, several years, as with anybody, you know, I got bogged down by life's 
constant demands and responsibilities. And I, too, started sleepwalking once again. And once again, I started using sugar with my drug um, to self-medicate um, during the stressful times and to really stuff down my voice of intuition. Things in my life were not right and I needed to heal certain aspects of myself and my relationship, um, and I was terrified of the change. But this was all, you know, part of the 2012 shift, and um, I'm sure a lot of people look back to 2012, and they re- if they really are honest with themselves, they see how much has surfaced to be released, how much change has happened. Almost sometimes, a lot of people have shared with me, they feel like they're a different person, um, and that's because the veil between this world and the spirit world, it's thinning mm-hmm. with the vibration rising and, you know, the veil thinning. And that means um, we are more transparent um, to spirit, to ourselves. We're becoming more aware on an intuitive level of who we really are. And that is a soul. We are a spark of light that's eternal. And then more importantly, why we are. Why are we in a physical vessel right now? And so I always say, if you're alive, that means you still have work to do and you have a purpose for your life. So it's all about being present and not sleepwalking. And so when I started writing this book, I mean, this book basically wrote itself through me and woke me up to the truth that there were things in my life that were not up to with my soul's expansion and that I had to do the work to clean up. And so this book um, truly is, for me, it was priceless and it, it allowed me to do just that with all love. You know, a lot of times when we go through change, it's uncomfortable, it's difficult, we're terrified of hurting other people, but I really feel like it's about pure intention. And if you come back to praying and asking for the highest good and highest healing of all involved, spirit helps you find the right way, the loving and kind way to get up to speed with your life. Mm -hmm. Something I will always say is the high, you know, use me for the highest good of all concern and make your path clear before me. May thy will and my will be one. And I feel if I do this like daily as part of my meditation, it seems like roadblocks are removed with grace and ease. I surrender to it and I allow things to flow. Um, And I just, I just feel like I wouldn't want to live my life in any other way, but I sure did have to go through a lot of pain and suffering to finally get to this place. Absolutely. And, you know, one day when you cross over, as I hear all spirits say, you're going to look back and pat yourself on the back and say, bravo, (laughs) job well done. Because, again, you can be a victim or you can be a victor. Mm -hmm. And to have the courage to be able to be real and feel, go through that dark night of the soul and, you know, and really you know, just be vulnerable. There's a lot of strength and vulnerability, but it builds your character. It builds your, um, your soul and it allows you to grow and evolve. And that's the whole goal of our soul. And I really do think Rebecca, that it takes so much courage to say yes to this human experience. And we all deserve our respect and compassion. And I really did wonder why I would say yes to this because it can be hell. It really can. And you wrote something that I thought was so helpful. You see, we can learn and grow exponentially faster here on the earth plane. There's no better classroom to learn in. And that's why we choose to come here. While we can choose to continue our growth in the spiritual world, it tends to inch along at a much slower pace. I found that, found that to be a little revelatory. Yes. You know, 
this is whenever the spirits cross over and I start bringing them through and they're saying, wow, I didn't re- remember how amazing and easy and blissful it is over here. Gosh, if I'd known <laughs> that while in a body, it would have come a lot sooner. Um, you know, we, it really, being in a non-physical form, it does slow down that learning and growth process. And so that is why we choose to come into a body. And I love that you said it can feel like hell because people have asked me, do you believe in hell? And the truth is, I think it's a state of mind, a state of consciousness. Let me put that, put it that way. Because whether you're in a body or you're in spirit on the other side, you know, you can create a, a living hell or, or a heaven. Yes. And if, but if I were to be honest, if there is a quote unquote hell, I do think it's the heavy, dense conditions of this three dimensional world, because this is where we come, the classroom to experience the contrast. And it's through the contrast, um, you know, knowing what we don't want, that we do get very clear on what we do want. Yes. One of my teachers once said, um, all of our pain comes from our perceived disconnection from spirit. To me, that is hell. And I have lived it. You know, I think most everybody I know, maybe everybody I know, has had that experience of being disconnected from spirit. What I love about your books and what you're teaching is helping people to connect with spirits, open their heart and um kind of relinquish some of the fears, surrender some of the fear, uh, let go of some of the toxic debris and, and come into forgiveness and realign so that we can experience more heaven on earth. Exactly. And to re-remember the truth that everything we need is inside of us. There's nothing external. So it's exactly what you're saying. And to empower people to, you know, Stop looking to other people to mm-hmm. fix them or heal them, um, to know that they can tap in and do it for themselves. And that's exactly what, you know, it sounds like your experience has been as well as mine. Well, yeah, something I could relate to so much as I was reading through your book is that experience of having to go through a lot of messy, painful stuff. And I refer to that as being the wounded healer. But I think that's the most compassionate, effective kind of healer there is. If we were just teaching in theory, it doesn't really um, connect with other people's hearts so much. But I know what it's like, and I know you know what it's like to suffer and struggle in relationships with your body, with, you know, career, money, stuff. And I think those are the big umbrellas for our potential learning here on planet Earth. There's no question. Um, if you don't mind, I want to just briefly share something with you that illustrates that. And that yes. is my father, um, nine years ago this, this month, um, he took his life and my father and I were soulmates. And I always say soulmates are not just lovers. They are any soul that you feel a very deep-seated connection with that you've traveled with in other lifetimes. And that can be a parent-child. It can be a best friend. Um, it, can be, it can be a lover. Um, but my father, you know, when he died, that was one of the greatest gifts he taught me and my brothers on a soul level because on some level it gave me more street credibility in doing this work because not only can I have compassion for the people I work with who have lost a loved one to suicide, but I personally have gone through it. And so I know both sides of it. I know the real human part of us that suffers and grieves and, you know, feels that um, human loss. But then I know the flip side as the spiritual teacher, and that is that that soul is never lost. And, and then I can educate people because my father, since he has passed away, as, long, as well as his mother who took her life, um, they have taught me so much about how, you know, it doesn't matter how we leave this world, whether it's self-induced or it's God taking us home, we pick up where we leave off and that they're in a beautiful place that they can then, 
you know, do the work to heal their wounds and their soul. And so it's demystifying all of that. So mm-hmm. I do believe, you know, especially as um, a healer, it's been very valuable and important for me to have to go through messy times to be- better relate to the people I work with. Mm. Uh, yeah, there's, there's more relatedness. And I think we heal in relationship. That's what the show's all about. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I think that's so amazing. And I really feel like everything you're saying resonates so deeply for me. You also write about the importance of loving ourselves and residing in the place of love within. Somebody asked me the other day, what do you do, Tammy? I said, you know, really, I could tell you the credentials, but my intention is really to help people like themselves, to help people love themselves, to live in that place of love within. And I feel like that's what you're doing as well. You know, exactly. And I I honor the fact that you are providing this message. You are a messenger. You're an angel, actually, um, that, you know, you're doing your work in your way. I'm doing it my way. And we're together. We're trying to raise the consciousness of the planet back to that knowing of all love. And there's many of us out there doing it. And, you know, different people will hear it from different messengers. Um, because at the end of the day, I say, God is love. Love is God. And we all have the God spark within us. So there's so much illusion in this world. Um, and I think we as human beings, we get caught up, myself guilty. You know, I get caught up in body image issues and financial issues and, you know, stressing out about my kids and the little details. And, you know, that, that's the illusion. And it's really about taking a deep breath and, you know, coming back to that awareness, that knowing that in the end, all that fear-based stuff that's going on, that's not real. What's real is love. And so if we can find a way to connect with that within us, and, mm-hmm. you know, um, this is really where meditation comes in. Because if you can go within and connect to that truth of who you are, which is that God spark, which is eternal, which ultimately is love, then you're always going to have that, that wisdom and that, um, that, that center within you um, to bring you peace. Because this world, it's not easy. No, it's not. It's not a joke. I mean, best case scenario, it's tough. Worst case scenario, I think it's, it can be absolute hell. Yes. And I believe something Course in Miracles says, love is what we're born with, love is who we are, fear is what we're taught. And if we spend too much time looking at Maya or illusion of the world, we're going to go into fear and we're kind of hardwired for fear. We're hardwired, you know, to be running from, you know, uh, predators and such. Our brains haven't changed that much mm-hmm. in the last 25,000 years. So if we want to ascend, if we want to live a life of greater love, we need to come full circle. We need to come back to that child within. We need to sit in that place of love in the center of our heart. And for me, definitely meditation is, is a very important part of that process. There's no question. We are conditioned. You know, I, I learned once when I was giving a lecture, I was researching, and um, I learned that we're born with two natural fears. It's the fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. And all other fears are conditioned, learned, you know, behaviors and responses. And I think um, we can do the greatest service to our children um, and the younger generations by, you know, showing up and living from love, choosing from love mm-hmm. versus fear and relearning that way of being. And I like when you um, wrote in your book, it's like, stay away from the things that scare you. I don't like to watch a lot of news right. because it starts to make my stomach hurt and I start going into a little fear. It's like, I want to watch a little to kind of know what's going on, but I can't spend a lot of time there. I don't like watching a lot of television shows that are you know, violence, it starts to make my stomach hurt. And I listen to my body. It's like, I'm not going to do that to myself because it doesn't feel good. It, it starts ushering me away from, from that sense of connection and love. 
Exactly. And I, I think I always say your feelings are your guidance. Your mind might be rationalizing and talking you into something, but at the end yes. of the day, you've got to go with that feeling because that's the truth. Our feelings do not lie. So, you know, I think it's important to be a responsible, educated adult. So instead of watching the news, I simply, if I need to know something, uh, I might look at, um, you know, the newspaper where I can be selective on what I take into my system. So, wise. I think that's very um, responsible. Yeah. Very and responsible. I think everybody um, is wired differently. I think there's those of us who are extra sensitive to outside energy. We're, em- we're empaths. We yes. sponge up the world's energy. And, and so we have to take care of our energy and we have to be mindful of what feeds us and what depletes us. And mm-hmm. then, you know, not be afraid to set those boundaries. Oh, I was just going to write that. I just wrote that down. We have to talk about boundaries because especially, again, (laughs) if one is sensitive, um, we need to be able to take care of ourselves and protect ourselves. And um, I think you give a lot of examples of how we can do that in, in your books. Yes. You know, I'm, this is one of my big lessons in life. I'm a people pleaser. You know, I was born (laughs) middle child. I just, I want everyone to be happy and taken care of and um, my fiance jokes, I'm such a Jewish mother <laughs> in a sense, like I just feel this need to just love and take care of everyone else first and foremost before myself. But I think in general, that's most women, but yeah. especially empaths, intuitives. Um, and so at the end of the day, that doesn't serve anybody if I've given everything away. And so what I've had to learn the hard way is that, um, you know, before it snowballs, you need to really check in with yourself on a daily basis and see where you're, you have energy drains and clean that up. I know um, after I've given, given, given through readings and my children, um, and I'm just exhausted and depleted, um, I need a time out. I need a me day, you know, so I'll take a salt bath to literally clear out my chakras and my energy. I'll go for a walk in nature. Nature is where I have found moving meditation and to really just um, get into those negative ions out in nature that naturally clear our aura and help us feel better. Um, But it really comes down to knowing who you are and what fills you up, what lights you up and what charges your battery. Yeah, what feeds your soul. Yes. Do that because, yeah, then we can give more because we're, we're, our gas tank has been filled up. If you're giving everything you have, you're kind of giving the sludge at the bottom of the tank rather than the pure, pristine, good stuff. So people say, well, I feel like I'm selfish when I take care of myself. And I say they're selfish with a little S or big S. Selfish That's with right. a big S is soul self. We got to take care of our soul self, our connection with our soul so we can give more from that place of abundance and overflow, the best of ourselves. Exactly. So this is another quote from your book that I love, 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 love. We can start to experience freedom by shifting our anger, resentment, heartache, grief, and fear into appreciation and gratitude for the people, situations, and circumstances of our lives. Everything in your life has shown up. Everything in your life has shown up with the intention to help you reach your divine purpose and potential. That's such an empowering statement. We don't have to be a victim. We're not a victim. No, it's such... It is such an empowering statement because that is on a soul level truth. You know, it's all about changing your mind, changing your perspective of a situation. Isn't that a miracle? That's a miracle, isn't it? It is a complete miracle. And when you, you know, hey, we're human and I myself get caught up in sometimes 
feeling like a victim and blaming someone or something for a situation. But when I take a moment to really step back from it and sit with it, that's when I have that aha again, that this has shown up as a valuable teacher in my life. And you turn it around. And when you do that, all of a sudden there's healing and forgiveness and enlightenment that comes from just being able to see it differently. Oh my gosh, it's so true. Because I think as long as we feel like we're victim and we want to tell those stories, we're going to stay in that space. You know, I, I had all kinds of crappy things happen in my life and I can get people to agree. But as right. long as I did, nothing changed. It wasn't okay. until, you know, I meditated and I went, why isn't my life moving in the right direction? Well, you're always looking at your past and complaining about it. So I keep bumping up against that. So instead, to ask the question, what is my soul trying to learn from this relationship or experience? And once you learn that, boy, things can change. Boy, things can shift. Isn't it amazing? That's how powerful we are as, as co-creators in this life experience. You know, whatever you give your attention to, wanted or unwanted, you're going to attract more of that. So it's all about becoming more aware, mindful of you know, focusing on what you want versus what you don't want. Um, I am really big into signs from the other side, and numbers um, are a big way they communicate with me. And 111 or 1111, that for me, when that comes up, it's like time out, watch your thoughts, be aware, be present, be mindful of what you're putting out there, whether, you know, it's thought, word, or deed, because you are going to attract and manifest more of that. Mm. That's so true. So quickly, Rebecca, you talk a lot about being able to ask for the support and help of different angels, our personal guides, um, our deceased loved ones on the other side. Can you tell us, you know, what are some of the advantages and disadvantages? Well, probably no disadvantages. What are the advantages of connecting with the different types of light workers and helpers from the other side? You know, the spirits have taught me there's different vibrations, different levels on the other mm-hmm. side, um, and it's, it's they vary in frequency. And so when I um, do readings, I'm connecting with um, spirits that have crossed over. It, they're not always, I can imagine this like a K through 12 school system, mm-hmm. and you go to the classroom or the grade level that you've earned. And so when we cross over, we will naturally, you know, find our way back to the other side to that level. Well, there's different levels for the deceased loved ones. And then um, that's when I do readings, I'm working with them in the astral plane. And the astral plane is what I call the waiting room between heaven and earth. And, and then above the astral plane, there's different levels of the higher heavens. And that's going to be where we find our different levels of spirit guides, angels, guardian angels, and archangels, um, and then ascended masters. And so in my book, Awaken the Spirit Within, you know, I I talk a lot about these different levels, um, and especially the different archangels that are available and that work with us on different assignments and and who to call on for what, you know, lesson or or challenge that you're going through. Um, So the advantages, basically, it's, it's like having the best therapist on call. And if you need advice, all you have to do is pick up that phone and call and say, hey, here's my situation. 
please, you know, help me be a voice of reason. Um, you know, what would you suggest I do? So prayer is us calling on, you know, that level of team spirit that you need. And sometimes you don't know what that is and you don't need to know. To cover your bases, I just say to all my higher guides and angels, I don't necessarily pinpoint who or what level on the other side. I just ask them to show me, to bring to me whatever teacher, whatever angel or guide can best serve me at that time. And then I, you know, open up to receive whatever um, download they would give to me. The, the spirits on the other side communicate with us all in very um, different ways. We're all wired differently. We're all going to receive um, that guidance and that, that download in a different way. Um, I talk a lot about, in my first book, Spirited, about the clear senses. Okay, and these are, we all have five um, physical senses, but we have that sixth sense, and that's our center of intuition. And that is relayed, communicated telepathically to us and through us by these clear senses. So I'm sure a lot of people have heard of clairvoyance, and that's, you know, clear seeing. The truth is, it's anything but clear at times. <laughs> but that's our, you know, seeing through our mind's eye. There's clear audience. It's our auditory. It's it's hearing our inner voice. Clear sentience. It's clear feeling, and so forth. And so it's getting in tune with how you receive that information. And then you know, once you get acquainted with, you know, for me, I'm a combination of all of them. But when it began, I was very clear audience, and that's why journaling for me, automatic writing was my primary way of connecting with my higher guidance. And so you ask, truly, I don't think there are any disadvantages because. All your higher guidance up there, your team spirit, the intention is love. It's yes. always based in love. So it can never be hurtful or harmful. It's always intended to be helpful and healing. Yeah, and I think if we set that intention, we're really protected. There may be other things going on, but we don't have to open the door to that. So uh, exactly. I think we are loved. We are supported. We are protected. Um, and our guides and angels, they are present with us. You say that they're with us, waiting for us to call on them, to lovingly guide us along, nudge us to wake up to who we are and what we're meant to do. We're all connected with each other by a single, bright, brilliant, powerful light, the unconditional love of God. This is the God spark we are, and it's, it's, it's who we are. It's where we're from, and it's where we're going. And I just love your message. I love your heart. I love your power and how you empower others. So, Rebecca, we just have a minute. Where can people connect with you and grab a copy of your book and learn more about what you're up to? Yes, everything, um, every resource, every tool, books, meditation, CDs um, are on my website, RebeccaRosen.com. And, um, you know, I just want to say to you, thank you for your mirror to me right now. I feel like I'm talking to myself. It's so refreshing. <laughs> Such a compliment. Um, but thank you for... <laughs> for doing your part in raising the consciousness of the planet and making this available and bringing light workers on like myself. Um, it's really, it's re I'm really grateful. Oh, it's an honor and a privilege. You are just, I think, so exquisite, such a compliment, uh, what you just said, and, and the dance with you has been just amazing. Mm, so thank likewise. you, thank you, thank you, Rebecca. I know you're a busy woman. And to my listeners, I know you're busy too, so it's always an honor you know, when you turn us on and listen to us and when you connect with me, I'd love to hear from you. If you want to get a hold of me, ask me a question. Um, I just love to connect. Relationships the most important thing in the world to me. So TammyBPhD.com, that's spelled with an I. Be in touch. 
There's so much love here for you and gratitude from our hearts to yours. Onward and upward. Bye for now. Bye for now.